Wait, I was trying to hum the opening bars to Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. DJ Kelly. The number one. Welcome to that showbiz, baby. Today we're to today. <laughs> today, try it from the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Welcome to that showbiz, baby. Today, not today. Today, today we're talking. Yeah, I'll do it. Listen <laughs> to You're hurting. This is your fault. This I want you to know that. Fault. Welcome to that showbiz, baby. <laughs> Today we're talking about the craziest things that have happened at church. I think. Today. 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 Today have definitely happened at church. Oh, 100%. So, number one, describe how church services typically went. We did have like a, we did have a lot of people that went to our church. Like I go to a church nowadays, it's like 60 people, but back in the day it was like 500 people or something like that. Yeah. So we had like a full, oh yeah. Uh, we had like a full band thing going on with like a drum kit and everything. Nowadays, I'm like drums in a church service. <laughs> well, I don't hate myself, so no, we won't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely hip happening. You, okay, you arrive, you walk in the door. There's greeters. They shake yes. your hand. They hand you a bulletin. Which Where is... did they get all the volunteers? That's what I want to fucking know. They manipulated people to volunteer. <laughs> we can bear like. It is so hard to get volunteers. Everyone's so tired nowadays. But back in the day, it seemed like people were just like, I think people just were, give me that chance, sir. <laughs> people were eager to help, definitely. But I do, I was part of this. Of There was a manipulation ta- tactic to... Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me about this in detail. I need to know. Well, basically, like, like our job as Christians is to serve. And so they would announce all the areas and like if you're in a men's group they would like say all the things that they need help in they would ask you and it was kind of like it was never really like hey can you help it was like we really need your help and you be good for this and you'll be serving jesus if you do this and i wouldn't say that's all the time but they're definitely because I, lots of times like that. I do ask people to volunteer nowadays like i'm in a position where i sometimes ask people to do stuff but I I think it'd be like the only way I could say it like that is if I was like joking around. Yeah. You know, it'd be awesome if you loved Jesus enough to do this for me. Okay, so yeah, those volunteers, they'd shake your hand, they'd welcome you, uh, which I even just hold back because I'm like, don't touch me. We even do like a little bit of like a greet your neighbor during church, and I'm like, can we not? Yeah. Like, why do we have to? Come on, I just want to. I just want to be by myself in a corner at church. <laughs> Surrounded by hundreds of people. Surrounded by hundreds of people. Yeah, so we did that. And then we went in and then, you know, a farther seat. Yeah. They have music because you always got to start with music. Mm-hmm. Get things mm-hmm. hip happening. Do the announcements. Yep. Um, and then at a certain point, usually they dismiss the children. This yes. is where the kids go to their fun time. And Happy Alan fun time. would preach. Then oh. would he? Yeah. Oh, boy, would he ever. He would get like really animated. Alan was like, yeah. I think Alan is a good preacher. Like, oh, definitely. Yeah. 
He's he's a good boy. I always appreciated that Alan would share his personal opinion, but not as the teaching. Yeah. <laughs> like, he would talk He'd about... He'd be like, this is my personal opinion. This isn't the Bible's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Where I feel like there's a lot of pastors, unfortunately, that kind of warps scripture into their opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So then later on in life, when, pe- when people did do that, I really noticed. Yes. Because I was like, that's not how we do things. Oh, anytime I went to other churches, I hated it. I was like, can you just please bring Alan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we get Alan out here? Can we get an update on this? <laughs> Although, to be fair, <laughs> I think in my youth, I did not appreciate Alan how he should be appreciated. I was like, ah, oh, preaching again. And then I would like leave and go. So Wade Greentree would always, like, drink coffee during the service. And I would just go and eat sugar cubes. But I see here that you (laughs) say that you used to steal chocolate bars from the youth cupboard. I didn't know that there were chocolate bars available to steal. Yeah, I did used to steal the juice sometimes. I still do that at my church. (laughs) Just kidding. I've never done that. (laughs) Anyways. Anyone that knows you knows that you do that. (laughs) We know what you do at night. (laughs) We know what you do. We know what you did last Sunday. So, yes, me and my friend would leave the sermon at the same time when they would, like, dismiss the kids. Because sometimes they would also, at least growing up, there was a teen thing, too. Um, That later just ended. So we would leave as though we were going to our little class. And then we'd go to the kitchen. Surprise, bitch, we're in the kitchen. We're eating the chocolate bars. Yeah, there was a cupboard. And it used to be unlocked. Then they eventually locked it. (laughs) Because they knew. They knew what you were doing. (laughs) Side note, because, like, okay, so they kept the chocolate bars. They also kept the cash flow there in that area. Did you steal money? But what I did do is later down the road, I actually gave money. Not that I think it covered the cost of the chocolate bars, but it was something that, like, It's very wholesome and nice. I know. I'm a good person. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so we would go take a chocolate bar. Then we'd go to this one room where there's a giant chalkboard. And we would just. The one upstairs that looked over the. That's where the actual youth class was happening oh yeah this was the what is now the prayer room before it was the prayer room oh i remember like the library before it was that oh it was just an open room with a giant chalkboard (laughs) oh yeah and so yeah we'd go there we'd just draw pictures until we heard music again and then we'd go back into the service yeah i mean like honestly that sounds like a dope ass time yeah that's right (laughs) Oh, yeah, then we usually had offering and someone, like, communion. But Alan usually just did both. Like, he, yeah. Yeah. I'd say growing up, especially, Alan just covered everything. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Alan. Thoughts of prayers. <laughs> um, yeah, so I never really saw, like, women speaking at the front unless they were, like, children's minister related to, like, later in life. And then I was like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, how novel. <laughs> oh, unless it was, like, a theme. Like, Laurel. Yeah would go up there and get something themed. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, we did see Laurel up there sometimes. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else, but I can't think of it. Rosina (laughs) would have these events twice yearly at her house. One was like a pumpkin thing, and then one was like a rhubarb thing. It's like a pumpkin festival and a rhubarb festival. And then it grew. Then there was more. There was the Winterberry Festival, and I feel like there was a spring one, too. Oh, my God. I would give anything. I would give anything. We should go back for a festival. But I'm so hungry for that food. (laughs) I need it. Skip the dishes. (laughs) Can I get Rosina and skip the dishes, please? 
Anyways, so there would be these like pumpkin festival things and Rosita would go up in like a pumpkin costume and be like, come out to my house. <laughs> it was she so was funny. She is the best. I love Rosita. First of all, I just, I was born to heckle. <laughs> I just... Would... Like, you know those two old men and the Muppets? That was Maybe me. Maybe it was both of them. And... <laughs> During every church service, my favorite thing to do is to sit with another heckler and then just, like, run commentary the whole time. <laughs> I can't help it that I'm hilarious. I was just born this way. This lady got one sec. This one Christmas Eve service. This is like we'll go. This uh, this is a core memory for sure. <laughs> I don't know if you were there, but Duff was the speaker. Do you remember this? Maybe I've I've seen Duff up there many times. I don't know. Yeah, so Duff was the speaker, and he was talking about how on a night not so long ago there was a child born, and then <laughs> and then he goes, a child just like this one. He steps into the audience and he picks up a baby. I don't know if he knew whose baby that was. Any a child. <laughs> and then he and then he rocked it back and forth and was like la la la, la la la. <laughs> but it like it went on for like enough time that it was like kind of it was. I don't, don't want to say it was awkward because it was like beyond awkward. It was like. What is happening? And everyone just kind of was so like, real, yeah. everyone just kind of was like, uh. <laughs> and me and Steph were literally crying. Oh, like, we were that. sobbing. I was like, what is happening? And so there's a worship call- song called Safe in the Arms of Love. <laughs> and we changed the lyrics to Safe in the Arms of Duff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. The other thing you need to know about our church services is that Scott Pence <laughs> had this laugh. Oh. And Kevin can imitate it really well. Really? Yeah, he does that. a great Scott Pence laugh. But the thing about Kevin is if you ask him to do it, and one of his impressions, he won't do it. Correct. He'll only do it at the most awkward time where you're like, Kevin, <laughs> please now. don't do that right now. <laughs> that's, when, that's the moment that he'll do it. So anyway, Scott had this laugh that was like, I can't even... Uh, no. <laughs> that was like a seagull. I don't know what that was. But... <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, during church services, Alan would crack a joke and then like the audience would laugh like appreciatively. Like, ha 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 ha. And then yes. from the back, you'd hear Scott. You'd just be like... Ah! It, I can't... So no, that's loud. And... It was so loud. And, and, and of like... course, we'd all laugh. It didn't that. sound like a laugh at all. It no. was like... Yeah, so it was the best. everyone would laugh, then Scott would laugh, then everyone would laugh at Scott laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be like this echo thing, and then it would go on for so long. We had worship teams that would go up there, and that was me, baby. That was you, baby. So one of the worship teams, <laughs> so John Huffman... <laughs> I never forget about Joan Huffman. I never forget. So he, what would you say his singing style is? Um, it's like country gospel, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It was amazing because he's like, he's a really talented musician. He's a good singer, but he, so we started calling him Huff Daddy, a la, you know, Puff Daddy, Huff Daddy. And then there were these little comic books 
in the service and then because you can write down things of like what you want to see in church services or what you like more of from the church and then <laughs> one, ser- one service Gavin wrote down Huff Daddy let's talk more rock <laughs> I remember that yeah. and then that became like a by a byword in the in the history of the church <laughs> Huff Daddy I forgot about those books yeah you could write well you could also write like prayer requests or just like this is a great thing that happened and then they would send you a card that week yeah i never got mail and my mom took the pictures of the cards my mom made the cards they were very cute i'd be like oh okay i'll take that picture there was a time yeah there was a time my mom did that too she would give the church her photos and they'd put them on like oh my god okay so kate's parents were the photographers of like so they they would take pictures of everyone and then and then those go up on the board. It would go up on the board to be like, this is who goes to church here. But my family was notoriously horrible at taking pictures. So and I felt really bad for your parents. They would be like sad or alarmed every time they saw my family coming. And my mom would be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was just like hurting cats. She could not it. get us to cooperate. Because my mom would go and set up like the night before or something yeah and do practice runs to make sure the lighting was right and everything yeah i always felt like forever <laughs> yeah but i was always there we'd have like these test photos of our family and oh they're so funny ones yeah so this one time we used to have kids come up to the front where and the children's minister mavis would like tell a story oh, yeah like in front of the whole church kind of thing um so one time she went up there and she said Okay, kids, what would you make if you had, like, if money was not an object, if time was not an object, if you could wave a magic wand and make anything, what would you make? <laughs> and then the kids was like, love. And Mavis was like, yes, we make love. And then she, like, realized what she had said. <laughs> and the whole church was, like, laughing so hard. <laughs> and she turned bright red and was like, I think I need to sit down. And then she just... <laughs> sat down it was so funny another time so my mom was the bookkeeper for however many years and my dad used to play on the worship team always and one one sunday he was playing bass guitar and then my mom got up to do like an announcement about something and as he as she walked on stage he played the a and w root bear theme of course he did. <laughs> Which, like, why would you do that? Oh my god, that's the funniest thing. <laughs> it was like, bottom, bottom. <laughs> no, dad. No, dad. <laughs> so, another thing that happened that was like, this is kind of where I hit the turning point of like, oh, I don't think the same thing <laughs> as my church. So, this was when we were in our 20s at the House of Commons. Steph and I, so Steph and I had a roommate named Lee, and he was really, um, he had been to Israel and Palestine and kind of was like really involved in the, uh, like the Palestinian sort of resistance effort, like land back and that kind of thing. Now, because this is such a sensitive topic right the yeah, second, <laughs> I just want to say that like, I don't position Israelites and Palestinians against each other. Like, I think that Israelites should feel safe and happy and have land. And I feel that, and I think that Palestinians should have safety and happiness and the right to land. So one time 
<laughs> we went to church and Evo and Astrid were leading the prayer. <laughs> and they got up there and they were like, we're going to pray for Israel. <laughs> and Steph was like, and Steph grabbed my shirt and like pulled me down to her level. And she was like, I think Evo's a Zionist. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yep. That uh, seems sure seems to be the case. <laughs> now I don't think that you you would be permitted to go up to the church and say anything pro Israel or pro Palestine. Well, pro Israel maybe I think, but we did ask Alan if we could hold like a documentary night about Palestine stuff, and he said no. And I think it's because. But I was like, if you're gonna let Astrid and Evil go to the front of the church and say stuff about Israel and like poor Israel. Then why wouldn't you also educate on the other side? Yeah. Yeah. And then so it was kind of like, well, that's too political. When Christmas time... I went to a service with Sarah. It was our friend Mike's church. I think it's called Springs Church or something like that. And so the pastor gave up and he's giving like a short speech. And then he's like, (laughs) and he's like, and the best, truest kind of love that you can experience as a human is getting married and having a child. (laughs) Basically, like, if you're not married and don't have a child, God won't like you anymore kind of thing. And I was like, is this happening? <laughs> Sarah and I was and then I got so mad that I stole candy from the children on the way out. I was like, this is mine now. I didn't steal directly from them. There was yeah. like a basket that was like, this is for the kids. And I was like, well, guess what, bitches? It's for me now because of the horrible sermon I just had to endure in there. Oh, I actually... At Christmas time! <laughs> My God! It was not a Christmas miracle. No. I actually had one time, too, I was... Uh, a friend was at a different church and their kid was getting what's it called? Like when you have a baby uh, baptized like sanct uh, something yeah. sprinkle 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes when you sprinkle sprinkle you could the dedication is always yeah maybe okay, baby dedication there we go and so we went to their church that morning which there's a couple things that bothered me. One, uh, the service was extremely sexist, and they mm-hmm. kept making jokes about how like all women want are your money and to go buy diamonds. And I remember looking. Yes, that's all I want money yeah. for. To buy like, diamonds. I looked at my ex-husband, and I was just like, "We gotta leave, otherwise I'm gonna start throwing fists." <laughs> but yeah, so that bothered me, and especially because the entire congregation laughed. Yeah, and I was like, "What?" Like, what? why are you laughing? That's not, it's not funny. It's not even true. No, but evidently they thought so. But then when the service was all done and everybody left, that's when they did the baby dedication. It was just like my friends, a couple of family members, us, and I was just like, shouldn't you be doing this with your entire congregation? Like, isn't that the point? Mm-hmm. Is the community? But anyways. So we used to share our church building with another church and they would do their services in the morning and they were like so it was kind of funny because awakens like the 20 to 35 year old set and then this church was like the 55 to 75 year old set 
So it was like our opposites. <laughs> and I'd be like, let's combine forces. And then everyone would be like, that's not a good idea. And I didn't kind of figure out why it wasn't a good idea <laughs> until the one day we had like a combined Easter service. And so Leanne was leading worship. And Leanne is like the sweetest, kindest, just beautiful, beautiful spirit inside and out. And like would never, could never <laughs> say a bad thing about a single person. So this little guy got up and he like he was kind of like we're gonna pray and nobody would ask for prayer requests but this guy stood up and was like i have a prayer request and leanne's like okay <laughs> and he's like i just need you to pray that the moose lambs <laughs> the muslims was and then he like started going on about how violent and horrible they are blah blah, blah. and he goes so i just need you to pray for that please and he sits back down in her face yeah imagine if you were like a kind gentle soul like leanne <laughs> she was like uh and like leanne simply could never like leanne could well, never no, would never but just like, like that entire situation why would you put somebody into that situation yeah but he like just stood up and said it it was really weird and so then <laughs> scott saved leanne he like he's like okay i'm gonna pray and then he <laughs> was like we pray that violence everywhere may cease. And I was like, good call. Good call. It's <laughs> a good call. <laughs> it was like, oh, this is why we can't combine forces. Man. Because Awaken is like so like hippie and like whatever the opposite of the religious right is, that's what we are. <laughs> We're the religious left. <laughs> but it was so awkward. I felt so bad for Leanne. Yeah. And then when we got home, we told our roommate Jason about it, and he's like, "You should have shouted, make Canada great again." And I was like, "No, <laughs> oh no." So remember Y two K? Remember that? Whole yeah. Thing? Remember how everybody yeah. was like freaking out beforehand because it was like gonna be the end of the world because you know <laughs> if the clock changes. Well, it was like the computers are programmed; they don't have enough programming to make yeah. it through. They're gonna blow up. Yeah. <laughs> like I, looking back now, I'm like, what were we scared of? Like it makes zero sense. What was I scared but of? But there was uh like a, it was a Y2K I guess New Year's party or just service I should say at the church. Which, what really? Even that. You I'm didn't like, go to Henry Ham's thing. I don't know if that was a thing. Oh no, my, my dad was doing sound for the Y2K service, and he, my favorite part of it, which came. I should say, like, what a weird concept, because it feels like it was very, like, fear-based of, like, let's gather together in case the world ends. <laughs> but at the same time, my dad thought it would be really funny because the lights were right at the sound booth. And yeah. he thought it'd be really funny if right when we did the countdown, if we turned off <laughs> all the lights, <laughs> then everybody would freak out. And I was like, probably not a good idea. <laughs> but yeah, that was just super weird. Why didn't yeah. the Y2K? Why didn't you come so to the was... Y2K party at Henry Ham's house? I didn't house? even know about that. Why didn't you? That's where I was. You know where I was at, at New Year's Eve 2000, January 1st, 2000? I was in Henry Ham's hot tub oh, <laughs> with like a bunch of other kids bitch. my age. <laughs> we were having a great time. And then Henry shut off all the lights and was like, ha ha. But nobody fell for it. Literally oh. nobody. Everyone was like, okay, Henry, turn the lights back on. You silly goose. You silly goose. You silly goose. Oh, man. So that did not. I feel like I lived <laughs> half my life at the Ham's house. Oh, 100%. We were always there. We Okay, we need a whole episode on the Ham's <laughs> We need a whole episode on the Ham's house. So the Ham's were um, in a comfortable 
position and they had a really big house and so um we they used to take all the sunday school class out there to their house and they like buy a bunch of donuts and have us all over like every sunday just like feral kids running around this ginormous house <laughs> see and like god bless them <laughs> their daughter Ma- another megan another one an- another one i only choose megan's as friends <laughs> oh well i see how it is yeah. but yes she was my best friend since we were like one and so i was out there all the time i'm very thankful that i got to be out there and we got to like it was a great house there was a time where the yeah they had donkeys and, and they had a they had a pig pigs. named rosie yeah. i was terrified of that thing it would charge it even like do all these like honking stuff and like and i was oh it was so scary but Henry used to make lots of jokes about that pig, which I thought was pretty funny because his last name was Ham. So at the House of Commons, we used to do a, like a big Christmas dinner for all of our homeless friends every year. And so this one year, we <laughs> we asked this guy Darcy to pray. I I got confused about what his name was. He said his name was Tarsisius, and other people called him Darcy, and I just never really figured out what his oh, name was. Right? Yeah. <laughs> So he's like an indigenous guy, and he gets up there, and he says, I don't believe in any of this fucking shit, Jesus, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't fair. <laughs> Indeed. And then it's just, like, awkwardness, because some of the people there are, like, not, they don't regularly come to Thursday night dinner, so mm-hmm. they don't really know what to expect. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, what's it? <laughs> and afterwards, I was like, Hey, Darcy, what happened out there? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know why I said that. I just got really nervous. Dude, I feel you. The prayers that we got at the House of Collins, they were iconic at the time, I would say. I love that, though, because I always felt like growing up in the church, our prayers were so, like, boring. Well, and cringy and, like, planned. And yeah. they weren't real. Okay, that's not fair. Some people's were real. Some people were real. Some people were fake. <laughs> I always felt stress and pressure. So I would like, like organize my thoughts in a way that I'm like, this is how you pray. These are the words to say. And so I felt like yeah. I was never speaking from my heart or anything. I think I like really wanted to be authentic. And I think I had like a Venn diagram in my mind of like things that I really mean. Mm. And things that, like, are socially acceptable to pray. Yeah. And so then I always, like, I was like, hey, there's, like, a very narrow subset where I can, like, be myself, but also, like, not shock anyone. Mm. But it was never, like, a comfortable experience for me. Well, well and then when I was a worship leader, because um, I have to pray at least once. Sometimes yeah. it's into a microphone in front of tons of people. I simply could never. No, I'm not. I'd be like, everyone... Everyone leave. <laughs> I'll pray silently. Then you can come back. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, those prayers that I said were planned like at least a day in advance. Oh, yeah. They you have to. You have to. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know. There's kind of like this fake expectation that like the worship leaders are going to be so moved by whatever's happening that they're just going to preach whatever's in their heart. And whatever's in their heart is just going to be perfect, you know perfect for the heart? moment. Stress. <laughs> There was stress in my heart. So much stress. I hate stress. Like, I can sing. I will even dance in front of people. But talking was 
Oh, and still is. Well, like, I feel I like hate. talking to God is such a like personal, private thing, and it's like I also don't do other personal things in front of people like that. Like that's well, weird. It felt it did not feel natural because it was like it was part of the plan of a Sunday service. Was yes. You pray and dismiss people, or pray and tell people to sit down, or. So I was just like, but then how is that relational based? And the other thing I hated was when anyone would play any kind of music during the prayer. Because I felt like it was so emotionally manipulative. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the keys. The just do something just do something light, they yeah. tell me. And I'd also, I'd also be like, well, I hate this. <laughs> I would, I, I'm going to do it, but I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and then sitting in the audience, with, when that would happen, I would just always be like, come on, you guys. <laughs> Gross grow up (laughs) (laughs) that's one hard thing for me because like being out of the church now and looking back at the manipulation that i took part in yeah because i was makes me feel so yucky yeah on my insides (laughs) because i was because music is such an emotional thing and then we utilize that in a way like I would plan songs like do you think that we thought it was for the great like for the greater good or why do you think that we went along with it oh yeah we definitely thought didn't think we were doing anything wrong no and like this is what God wants us to do yeah when I would plan (laughs) the songs I would plan them in a way of like that the words like flowed from song to song like so we were like speaking about a journey kind of thing but well i don't think there's any i don't think that's necessarily very emotionally manipulative no but then i would plan things so that the music would basically like i my goal was always i wanted to make people cry not in a bad way like i wanted people, happy tears yeah i wanted people to get to the point where they were like emotionally broken Oh, but man. even that ha- being my goal means I was emotionally manipulating the entire time to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't do it maliciously, no. but that was my intent. Yeah. Hashtag sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and so nowadays at church, I don't think that there's that level of emotional manipulation. I think it's more just like the quote-unquote right way to do it or at least a healthier way to do it is gonna be like we're gonna sing songs to or about god because because we want to connect with him and that's what we believe in but yeah i don't know the whole like emotionally prostrating yourself it's just like not my not my I'm like I'm so old like who who is young enough to do that anymore no one and even when I was young enough I just wasn't into it I was like this feels weird and weird this feels (laughs) culty yeah but I never felt overly emotionally manipulated by you in particular if that's any consolation I didn't feel like you were like I think because like I always did it from a creative standpoint yeah where I'm like I just want people to feel things yeah and I wanted to facilitate the space for that. And it was never, yeah. never done out of bad things. It's yeah. Well, it's kind of like a, like a filmmaker. Like, yeah. they want the person watching it to feel things. No, exactly. That is, I remember I planned a Christmas Eve service. Yeah. And they did a whole, it was like 
a mixture of a dance and a skit and a song and I was really proud of it and yeah. I don't remember if Alan fully cried or if he just had tears in his eyes and I was like I did it <laughs> job done one yeah one time I played um piano during communion or or something like that yeah I played um I played Samson by Regina Spector and Alan was like that music really touched me <laughs> And I was like, fucking nailed it out there, bro. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening. <laughs> I wonder if, like, any non-Christians are going to listen to this and be like, not non-Christians, people who haven't been raised in the church are going to listen to this and be like, you were part of a cult. That is a cult story. Anyways, thanks for listening. You can reach out to us at showbizbabypodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at showbizpod. Please like, rate, and review our podcast. If you've ever stolen chocolate bars from the youth fund to satisfy your hunger <laughs> during church, and then later, years later, paid that money back, that's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz, baby. <laughs> <laughs>